Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports. Oh, this is so good. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one? Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Oh, their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the nose <laughs> test didn't? The Sinner and the St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map. It's just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two. If you missed anything from hour one, shame on you. Don't worry. Podcast available. 1080thefan.com, odyssey.com, the Odyssey app. Just tell your smart speaker that you're lonely and sad. You need something. Ooh, don't do that. The audio equivalent of a warm blanket. Do you have it? And it'll play the Sinner and Saint uh, podcast. Might serve you up something different. Is that easy? Nope, that's what it'll do. I've tried it hundreds of times. It works out fantastically. Okay, fine then. I wonder if you asked Alexa to ask Siri to do something for you, if that would work. I think they've done that before. There's videos online. Yeah, and then like the Google thing, like there, yeah. there's like a long sentence you can do where you start off with one of the devices where you're like, hey, Siri, hey, Google, hey, Alexa, hey, like, hey, Alexa, hey, Alexa, hey. Yeah, but yeah. you get them to all talk to each other in an infinite loop. It's, oh, there you go. Yeah. That'd be you fun. can look that up on your own time. No, no, I'm not going to do that. This That's- is a show of sports of civic responsibility of uh public information and we won't we won't trivialize it with that type of just just nonsense yeah looks like we have a boxing match coming up whether Devonte wilder tyson fury did you see mike tyson this week what he was up to yeah he punched a dude in a <laughs> yeah he did i you know what though how drunk do you have to be to yeah. pester mike tyson yes Exactly. Okay, that's on that's on drunk dude behind him. Yes, 100%. If you haven't seen the video, uh, I had the unfortunate uh, happenstance to just read the headline and then go, ah, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, because Mike, Mike Tyson's, Tyson's done a very yeah. good job, I think, in the past couple of years to reform his persona. And he seems like a nice person now. He's done some horrible stuff in his life, but he seems like he understands what he did wrong and he's trying to change a little okay. bit. When I read that, I was like, ah, oh, that's too bad. Then I watched the video and I go, 
Oh, good. I'm glad he did that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, the guy. So the guy sitting behind him, they wanted a selfie, and then the guy was, uh, according to all reports, very drunk. Just kept bugging Iron Mike until Mike Tyson turned around and punched him several times and busted open his forehead a little bit, and that's yeah. what you, that's what you get. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's complete. And you know, I would, if I was on the plane and I saw it, yeah, I'd be a little taken aback. But at the same time, I'd go good. Uh, one of this question probably comes up, uh, uh, often, um, but I don't know that you and I have had the conversation. Where is it in your instincts that if something is going down, where is pulling out your phone in response to, Oh, I need to capture this. Cause there are always, if there is an instance of Mike Tyson punching somebody in the head, yeah. Or if you just see Mike Tyson, is there somebody sitting back in the plane that just has his phone ready in case something happens? Or is there <sighs> enough? But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there every time there's something like this, it's very rare that you hear a report without TMZ having a video of it. So uh, as, as a spectator of life, as a as a patron of the world, have you ever had it like, dude, I need to get on my phone. Something's about to happen. Um. Now, not in the case that we're talking about right now. When, whenever there's something that's dicey, because this is a di- you know, a di- oh, this, ooh, this could get dangerous, or oh, something wrong here. Yeah, but that, it's not going to charge you, but you're just a spectator. You're, you're there going, oh, this could get ugly. It, no. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Now, yep. if I see Mike Tyson at an event or something, and he's like talking to people, I might like ask somebody to take a picture with. Like, can I take a picture? I'll come up to him. I'll say, would you mind if I take a picture with you? Is that okay? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a mean, whole different thing. Honestly, I'm. I am totally ready for if that happens and I ask somebody and they're like, no, I don't want to do that. I, I'll just go. No problem. Thanks. Are you a celebrity photo guy though? Uh, I am. But Ooh, again, I have no problem with a celebrity telling me to F off and oh, say sure, no. Because sure. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you probably that. get asked a hundred times. I've just taken a shot in the dark. Here. I get that. Do you have like, what's your best celebrity photo that you've taken? Actually, my brother and I have a photo and I hope it's still on my phone. I could probably go find it. We have a photo with Fabio. <laughs> out at Skamania Lodge? No. He hangs out there all the time. He, he was at... I've met, I've met Fabio like half a dozen times. Never even thought to get a picture with him. Fabio was doing a... Uh, an infomercial, I guess, <laughs> at a Whole Foods? Okay. In uh, Beaverton? Sure. And my brother and I were there, and he was talking about some stupid weight loss. I don't know what the hell it was. It was yeah. Fabio. We were like, oh, my gosh, it's Fabio. Yeah, Fabio's got a, he has some property up in the gorge, yeah. and he goes and has lunch at Skamania Lodge. If you want to go see him, you can go up there and hang out anytime you want. Well, maybe I'll go get another you, photo with him. You remember my brother and I? We came up to you looking all <laughs> nervous, like, hey, will, you, will you take a picture with us? <laughs> yeah, so there's a picture of me. My brother and Fabio and my brother and I have S eating grins on as we're taking the photo, putting the phones up. Yeah, we did it. And Fabio's just doing his Fabio thing. Like, I know you said S eating grins, but it sounded like you said ass eating grins. Oh, ass eating grins? No, that's a different <laughs> two, grin. Oh, two different grins. No, 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 no. I'll look up. Ah. Oh, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Fabio. Yikes. Hey, check it out. I did it. Yeah. Oh, crossed it off the bucket list. Let's go. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I imagine there's probably, I don't know. Yeah, I never really had like that big inkling to 
to get, I get a photo of the celebrity? No. And well, like, you've met plenty of celebrities because you worked at the W Hotel, so you didn't get Well, but one. I met him when I, like, when I did stand-up. I met him. We were talking about this because Gilbert Gottfried passed away not long ago. I had a chance to meet him before he passed. Like, this was years ago. He's doing fine. He just recently passed away. But I met him. Never had an inkling to do that. I used to. When I, one of one of the uh, celebrities that I used to rub elbows with, like, often, well, couple of them that that like i never thought in all my years that i would be in close proximity where these guys knew me by name and i met them in the same place uh carrot top mm-hmm. and ron jeremy yeah yeah those are two guys that like hey luke what's up when i was doing stand-up yeah. i had a i had a what's up luke relationship with those two guys and then i went to la and i met celebrities both at the hotel and and elsewhere but yeah, I, I don't think there's ever. I don't think I have a single celebrity photo. Well, so why didn't you pursue? Uh, pursue why didn't you pursue further relationships with them? You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. this happens a lot. Now, a good example of this is uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley had like this very serious, like deep friendship, and I'm gonna butcher the story, but I know the the base of it. There is. Um, uh, this very much older man who had immigrated here from China and had set up uh, his family here and was like a super working class guy. And I think he worked somewhere in like either, one of the arenas. or something. Yeah, one of the arenas. And he got to have a friendship with Charles Barkley and they like kept it going yeah. forever. And in fact, when the guys, I think either father or son died, Barkley went to the yeah. funeral because they were like such longtime friends. So I wonder like but those why things didn't are rare. You, but no, it's not. I mean, if you knew yeah, them by first okay, name basis, okay. you wouldn't have been able to keep oh, no, in no, no. touch I, well, with Carrot Top. Well, no, I, I mean I, I think you could have. Sure. Have you met Carrot Top? Have you seen Carrot Top? Is that like again, these were not Is he the, a jerk? No, he's just a weird guy. How so? Uh, go ahead and pull up a picture. I know. I know what he looks like. Okay. A lot of plastic surgery, a lot of muscles. Okay. And now imagine the personality that goes with somebody that is constantly modifying the way that their face looks, constantly working out, and then dragging a big trunk of props around to tell jokes. He's a weird dude. So did he get buff because of the props? I don't know. No, I don't know. That was not the case. No, you just. He's like, com- I'm so tired of lugging these around. As as a comic, you have a lot of downtime, right? I mean, you do like a couple shows, you know, on, on maybe Friday and Saturday, but you're doing like, you know, one show a night where you spend 90 minutes entertaining people. You have the rest of the day to figure out what to do. The guy got sick of being called scrawny or whatever, so he started going working out, fell in love with it. Then people started responding to it, and then I need more, and then I need more. And he's like, man, these steroids really work. And next thing you know, you're a crazy-looking guy with giant red hair, a bunch of plastic surgery, and big old muscles. Yeah, see, but yeah, like those weren't like. Yeah. I have a lot of people that I was friends with that I didn't uh, that I'm I just lost touch with. So let alone somebody that I was like, this guy's weird. But it was a guy that I toured with. Uh, started out in the same Florida clubs as Carrot Top. So anytime he was in Vegas, uh, he was like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go check it out. They were buddies, and so, and I was touring with the guy. So like, yeah, we went and hung out, but. It, like I said, it was never something that I was like, oh, man, if I could meet and be buddies with that guy, that'd be super cool. But mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So anyways. I wonder how it jumps ship for him to do roids. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I just for what? him, like, why did you really need to do roids? Like he Carrot Top probably makes decent money. Like he sure. probably could have just hired a trainer. Like well, yeah. he's, he's going to die when he's like 55, dude. <laughs> 
Probably like, have you seen the amount of room? Yeah. It's, well, he's pretty close then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any day. We'll get yeah, the news. The that'll, be, that'll be another guy I never got a picture <laughs> with that just died. Him and Gilbert Godfrey. Put him on the list. Because it is not overstated how roided up he is. Like, he is, he, yeah. it is a consistent flow of steroids into that system. Sure. He's a monster. <laughs> what do we say? Uh, we need to talk about the bird. As in the middle finger. Oh. His, uh, I don't know how I feel about the penalties. If uh, if the single finger salute is worth the penalties that we were seeing. There's a couple of them recently in sports. So we will discuss that and how you feel about the bird. 503-250-1080 is, uh, is your thought on it. So feel free to join the conversation about whatever the hell you want on the fan text line. Uh, but that's next right here. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. So last week, uh, Kyrie Irving gave the uh, single finger salute to some Boston fans. Got fined $50,000. Hey, Seems significant. I know he's making millions of dollars. Uh, and then yesterday, uh, Chicago White Sox Tim Anderson uh, suspended for a game. He says he will appeal for giving the uh, the one-handed, uh, one-finger salute as well uh, to fans out there. So my question for you, Will, is are you offended if somebody gives you the bird? Uh, mm, well, no, because really the only time I've ever gotten the bird is driving really oh, yeah. like i haven't had too many people in like like just like yeah like like you just did there you jerk yeah <laughs> yeah just flip me off right in front yeah, of my but face like, like like you have buddies that do that and just throw up the bird at you just back like, dude oh, come on dude can i tell you this right now i don't know if you were aware of this trend it might still be a trend there were guys at my high school who went through this phase <laughs> and i think it went into college too but they'd take photos and in the photos, they'd just be flipping the camera off. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Can you explain to me why? Why not? It's stupid. There was why a, are you flipping the camera off? There was a... Like, like what? You're hard or something? Is yeah. like a Suigo so hard that like you got to <laughs> flip the camera? That was what was going on in my head. It was like, 
You rich little pee. Like, screw you, dude. Why are you flipping the camera off? Who the hell is looking at this photo and going, well, I don't want to mess with him. I'm confident that I've taken pictures flipping the bird. I probably have more pictures of me flipping the bird than I do with celebrities. There's what, no question about that. What was going through that. your head? I, like, nothing. It's just like, hey, like, get that camera out of my face or uh, like, I'm not in the mood for a photo. Oh, the tooth guy. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. Watch it's, that camera. Wait. To me, it just seems ubiquitous. It's like the middle finger to me is like the most innocent way to tell somebody, dude, F off. Like, it's just, to me, it, it feels natural. I did have one woman take offense to it that I worked with. Was, she was giving me a hard time at work, and I just did like the scratching the nose middle finger. Well and she's like, oh. And I'm like, what, dude? Really? And well, she was like, do that in the workplace. I, that's what she said. And I was like, all right, well, I, I, I guess that's fine. Uh, but I, I understand that some people are offended by it. But my thought is it's one of those gestures where it be, it becomes almost more offensive by the way we respond to it. By putting a $50,000 fine on it, I feel like it's something that now it becomes taboo only because we've created the taboo around it. And in sports especially – it's it's very rare that you end up seeing in print or any penalty for the people that instigated the 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 occasion. Kyrie Irving goes back to Boston. They don't like him much in Boston. What do you think somebody said to him to to elicit that reaction? I haven't found it in anything that I read, and maybe I'm just missing it. But I see I see the headlines again and again. Fifty thousand dollar fine. Tim Anderson's going to be suspended a game for flipping somebody off. Do you think they said, "Hey, great game," and he went, "Because they strongly doubt it." Tim Anderson, I love you. <laughs> Tim Anderson, you're the greatest. <laughs> F off. <laughs> you're my shortstop. Can I get an autograph? You take pictures with me, and my brother. We're big fans. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm sniffing what you're laying down. I understand, but you know, you have to think about the true meaning of what it is. You're telling the somebody, true meaning. You mean the fabricated meaning that we've all agreed to yeah. is terrible. But again, it's a social norm, dude. I mean, you are accepting the idea that somebody is telling you, "F you," and I, I think we do it so much off air. To each other <laughs> when we're saying awful things to each other. We do that a lot. But, like, if you just take it on its base level of Kyrie Irving, who didn't know the old man and uh, the other fans that were behind him. Uh, right right oh, after like he you're did offended, it. Like, Kyrie Irving just flipped me off for no reason. Like, you're sitting there, and you're behind a guy that's spitting vitriol at Kyrie Irving, and you're behind it going, was that for all of us? Because I didn't say anything. <laughs> you're really telling me that the people watching TV and see a fan yelling red-faced at him how much yeah. he hates him and how much mm -hmm. he ruined the Boston's chance of winning a championship three years ago, and now they're just getting back to where they need to be. That guy's so mad. And you're on TV, and you see Kyrie flip off a fan. He's like, was that for me? Can't, this, this is what I'm saying. Mm. Somebody is spitting hatred at somebody, and they go, dude, this is what I think of you. Let's move on. Um, Yeah, dude, I mean... You know, it's look. like the more we villainize it, the more we it's just sets a precedent now where it's every time you have one of the it's just such a harmless gesture. Double middle fingers over your head like this. Like so one below the other in Australian sign language means older brother. Okay, that's fine. That's Australian. I understand this that. This is the United <laughs> States, Luke. Yeah, we need to this crack. This is the land of freedom. We need to crack trucks down on it. Cheap beef. It's This is the land of truck nuts is what it is. Dude, it's, it's, it's F Biden flags being flown on the back of trucks. 
everywhere. Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, if you really start to normalize language like that, I, I, I here's what I love. But, but if you normalize the, the condemnation of language like that, you're doing the same thing. It's just saying, all right, like you can. Well, but you can't do that. You can't just say whatever to anything, because if you do that, then it'll start going down a dangerous path okay, of it, words that uh, aren't as innocent as we view the F word, words that have some racial undertones to them, which, sure. by the way, have started to come up again and people are making this same argument you're making. I'm not trying to link you to that. I'm just saying people who like to say certain racial words have started to use this line of thinking like, we've all heard it. Come on. Doesn't need to. Well, well but see, that's the thing is, is publish what, t- tell me what the penalty was for the guy that started this fracas and what his words were. Cause that's exactly my point is mm. you're learning that. Is there a headline if, Kyrie Irving flips off fan who says racial remarks towards him mm-hmm. and there's no penalty. Is it a headline or is it only, are we only talking about this because there's a $50, $50,000 fine to it? You see what I'm saying is if you, if you let it go, what is the conversation around it versus going, all right, this guy's suspended for a game. This guy's this, like, is there a defense going the, if he said these trigger triggering words now, is it a, a, a worthwhile response? This is my this is my question for you. This texter five zero three two five zero ten eighty. I feel like a middle finger in Boston is a wave everywhere else. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought too. Yeah. Is the idea? It's like it's Bostonians, man. They're, they're kind you. of a rough bunch. But is- here, here's how I look at it too, from the NBA standpoint. Like you have to find Kyrie Irving, obviously, because you know well, he's, but, you, you do, you do, because <laughs> this is family. It is. It's family programming. It okay. is. At the end of the day, you have little kids, you have teenagers, you have impressionable people that are watching these games. And as an association and as a business, you have to portray certain values that you follow. And at the end of the day, you can't have one of your players flipping off fans no matter how much the fan is screaming crazy stuff at you, the player. Is that right? I don't think so. I would love to see Kyrie Irving throwing birds up to people. I think it's funny. Yeah. But... As a business, I totally understand why the NBA is doing this because you have to maintain a brand. You have to maintain a culture. You have to maintain rules. It was the same thing as when players got pissed off. And I think this was maybe in the mid 2000s. If you remember, uh, players were saying uh, derogatory words in reference to homosexuals Mm. uh, as common speech as like an oh, dang it. But they were saying the F word. And so this started to get around to a lot of people that watch the NBA that are gay. And they said, I don't like to see Kobe Bryant saying that on the sidelines. I don't like to hear that on the mic. And so there was this massive program. I don't know if you remember this. Grant Hill was on these commercials. And I think it was, I, I forget what the whole, uh, you know, tag was, but like they went through this huge thing where they were like, don't say it. It's not right. We know that we were wrong when we said it. And so the NBA, I get what you're saying here, but the NBA has to think about their yeah. interests. Yeah, and, well, and, and, you, and you correlate yeah. it to hate speech, and I kind of understand that. Now, I do not see the bird as hate speech. This it's is, not, no. Th- this, this is where you kind of draw the line, but you pulled it there twice, both with race and now with, uh, you know. It's a, it's a slippery slope uh, because if you keep letting this kind of stuff go, then people can start making arguments about, like, next thing you know. Well, what, you're going to let the F word go, but I can... I next. can't say insert here, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but then you have to figure out where to draw the line. The line will always move, and the and the more things you penalize, now it just becomes a a diff, more difficult rule book to navigate. But you don't want you don't want uh, nice suburban kids from like us. We go flipping the bird at cameras. Oh, that needs to go away. Uh, seriously, dude. It, and it's not even a fence. It's just like who who are you? Who is do, this meant for? Do you for? remember the softball team that was all like they were like thrown out of some tournament because there was a picture of them all in the dugout, all holding up the middle finger. The softball team? Yes. This was years ago. It's like some some girls softball team, like uh, like uh, the same age as maybe the uh, Little, Little League World Series. Wow. What? Oh, boy. And they what all a got tough thrown bunch. Well, I know, but then they all get thrown out of the tournament because they offended everybody that looked at the picture. I, I would throw them out of the tournament and I would tell them in a, in a very short, strongly worded email. Dear softball team, you all look like idiots in this picture. Pick up your crap and leave. That's basically what happened. <laughs> That's what I think. Whenever people are flipping the camera off to me, it's just saying that you're like a tough person. Yeah. Which in uh, reality, you are not tough. You are getting your photo taken. At Lee Little League softball team was dis- disqualified just hours before their nationally televised championship game because a photo featured six fingers this was 2017 were they middle fingers yes okay well, yeah it's just it's good hey good. maybe you can flip the camera good. off when you're boarding your flight uh, screw you i'm getting on a plane that's what i'm saying hey, you, hey, hey was that a middle finger <laughs> yeah it's flipping off my dad what's wrong with that no we're all offended get off this flight but my thing is like when someone takes a picture of you right you're capturing a moment in time sure you want that moment in time to be F you. Sometimes I do. <laughs> Sometimes I Why? do. Why? Just put your finger down. I'm tough. You can look tough without throwing the bird up. I, like, and again, I go back to the Lake Oswego thing. I knew a group of guys <laughs> that did this well into college oh, yeah. a couple years out. And I go, you can guys I, look like idiots. You're from Lake Oswego. Can I tell you what? <laughs> Some of those guys are still doing it. Yeah, probably. And they're probably doing it with the kids in the photos, too. Yeah. Yeah. Check out Junior here. Yeah. Flip it for him, yeah. Junior. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a recent photo of me and my brothers flipping off the camera. I'm sure that there is. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just, I, and I get it. I know it's the irony, right? I'm getting, I'm getting flustered about it, but you it's, are? it's not the same reason. I'm not offended. I'm just like, you look so dumb. Like, yeah. don't do that. Okay. What percentage of photos taken of you? Do you just look dumb because you have your tongue out or you make a stupid face? Oh, you mean looking cool? Yeah. Duck lips. Do you have duck lip photos? I had duck lip photos oh, yeah, where I was purposeful about the duck lip. Okay. And then I did the uh, Instagram girl thing where you put one hand on your hip and then you stick your ass out and then you throw the duck lip on the side like okay. that. Like, look, do, you look, do you look hotter in that photo than those guys look dumb in their photos? Yes. Yes. Okay. You With that, I won't hesitate on that. Right. Yes. Looking I look good. incredible in those look photos. Looking good. All right. Well, that's today. Two sides of the middle finger coin. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, hey, we have games to be played in the NBA. Did you know that? Yeah, they're continuing on. Let's look ahead after this sports update. The Sinner and the Saint tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. The NBA 
playoffs. You said they were most entertaining since the first round in 2011. Yeah, that I can remember, yeah. yeah. Well, so far, uh, so far, so good for the playoffs. You've got the 76ers uh, starting at 11 a.m. That's just 2019. Oh, just flipped over 19 minutes away. Yeah. Uh, 76ers with a 3-0 lead in that one. That's one of the series that I think you can kind of do without. But, but, you think Philadelphia has a realistic shot of uh, coming out of the East? Uh, I have to check real quick if... Uh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, James Harden's on that team. So <laughs> he's going to screw it up somehow. Uh, would you want to see, and it looks like we're probably not going to see it because Brooklyn in a 0-2 hole, but would you want to see Brooklyn versus James Harden in the Nets just to see who chokes harder? Ooh, well, I would still put my money on Harden, but yeah, there is something intriguing about that. I mean, it's so interesting that this dynamic on Philly, you know, they're going to go. I mean, they'll probably go to the Eastern Conference finals. Oh, I you would think, imagine. Okay. You got Boston, you got Milwaukee. Yeah. So, wait, is Philly's three? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd have to look at the standings. Okay. I suppose they are. Yeah. So, Philly's to... three. Then, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe I changed my mind on that. It's just the idea. Well, that, Miami's the one yeah, seed. Yeah. yeah uh, right. So, they're actually the four seed. Oh, okay. Philly's the four? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so I I think what's interesting is that, you know, Daryl Morey is somebody that likes to uh, position himself as a man of analytics. Yeah, he's a genius. I'm a genius. I see I see past the hunch. I look at the number. Oh, I know how to use Excel. Excel. Do you know the hot key to get rid of all Blake cells? Oh, no. Shift command F5. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's a good why, one. It's why, a tricky one. Why would you do that? Uh, you have a messed up spreadsheet where people are just kind of picking and going sell by sell and deleting things. Wow. Neat. Something that happens. Eh. All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, you know, he, he likes to position himself as that, but I think as we've noticed here in the past couple of seasons, since he's actually gotten to Philadelphia that like, he seems to have kind of kicked that idea a bit. Yeah. You know, like there's really nothing about the analytics of mixing James Harden and Joel Embiid together. That well, he loves James. He loves James Harden. He had him in Houston. Exactly. And, yes. And, yeah. He loves James Harden. He didn't really look at like the idea of oh yeah, James Harden is. I, there was some ridiculous statistic that like he's only won four out of like 13 games where like they were down in the series. Like really bad stuff. And he brought James Harden to the team specifically at this point to try to push them past that playoff block that they. They've been having yeah but he didn't look at that statistic he didn't well, look no, at like he's the looking amount of at, times he's looking at in, analytics are not wins and losses you're looking at the overarching numbers he looks at in-game analytics possession by possession but how much has that worked for him that's the issue like he he says this about analytics and yeah you can win regular season games like that i'm not disagreeing yep. but how many times did the rockets just crap the bed because you had guys with weak characters being led well by a dude with an even weaker character. How much did you, how, how, what's the percentage of assurance that you had that the Rockets with Chris Paul and James Harden on the floor together in game six and seven back in like, I think it was 2015 would have gone to the finals and probably would have beaten the Cavs. I mean, 80%, I would say. Okay. Right. Chris Paul got hurt the last two games. James Harden looked like he was high or something. 
Sure. I don't know what the hell was going on. It was that one game where like yeah. he was like dribbling out of bounds for some weird reason. So it's like, this is the part of Daryl Morey that bothers me is that like he, he touts himself as all analytics and everything. But at the end of the day, he's just like, yeah, James Harden scores a lot and I like him. So come on. Yeah. Possession by possession, he likes the analytics. But again, you don't get guys like that available very often. He knows what he has with James Harden. So I can see why he made the move because here's the thing. What has Ben Simmons done in these playoffs? Sit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You've also Pretty got uh, 130 TNT Mavericks at Jazz. It looks like the Mavericks are going to run away with that series. I feel like the Mavericks could probably make some noise in this playoff uh, with everybody healthy. P.S. on that one, uh, there is, uh, I think it's a report from Shams, there is growing optimism. Luca will play tonight. Ooh. But they're winning with Jalen Brunson leading the way, so uh, that is not a good sign for the Jazz, which uh, likely uh, will be blown up at the end of this year. Uh, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Think so, huh? Uh, oh, be, people be excited about it. What's that? You'd be in for that? I think so. I mean, there's not a lot of other guys like that. And if you have your best player as an undersized guard that doesn't play a ton of elite defense, having a rim protector behind him would not be the worst thing in the world. Uh, Celtics Nets game three. Uh, Celtics traveling to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Wonder how many times Jason Tatum's going to flip off the crowd. And then uh, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves mm. is your final game tonight. Boy, I love that series. Okay, well, tell me why. Tell me why in a segment we call What to Watch. We'll do that next. What to Watch. Center and Saint, Tennessee, the fame. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. All right, Will, I gave you the games. You've got the Philadelphia 76ers uh, playing in Toronto, the Mavericks at the Jazz, Celtics at Nets, Grizzlies at Timberwolves. You got a little uh, excited about that one. What are you watching? Not just the game, but what are you watching for inside these games, young man? Well, I'll go with the one I was excited about. Now, the Timberwolves had a spectacular uh, fall from grace. I think (laughs) two 20-point leads within the span of one game, losing both of those. (laughs) Uh, Ultimately losing um, at home at the Target Center, where many people thought, you know, hey, the Timberwolves could take control of this. Now, I'm not willing to count them out just yet. As I thought, genuinely, this was one of the more interesting matchups in the playoffs once the Timberwolves were able to beat the Clippers. I thought if the Clippers would have won no matter what, uh, they would have possibly put Memphis away just because Ooh. of the experience. Okay. They, have, they have more experience on their side. Yeah, they've got Norman Powell. They've got... Uh... They do, Robert and Covington. Paul George eventually would have played. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, but... 
you know, now this gets a little bit more exciting because I don't expect the Timberwolves to completely fold and just shut down. I think they're going to come back in this next game. They're going to be stronger. They're going to be better. And I think that they're going to even this series up um, two two. And this is this one might go six or seven. So I'm 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 very excited for this. I, this has been my favorite series. Uh, well, second favorite series. I do love the Boston uh, Brooklyn series. Boston Brooklyn also yeah. playing. Um, yeah. Well, that's what you're, I'm really looking for is if Kevin Durant is the player that everybody thinks he is, he's going to have at least one game where he goes out and just lights the world on fire. It feels like the the embers are building for whatever fire is in this guy to go out and do that but he needs to do it today like if he wants to make this a series you can't do it with a 3-0 deficit because then it's too late so if they're going to have a little bit of a push in this series i think it's got to be tonight and he needs Kyrie to to play batman to his robin or vice versa you need to go out there and these guys need to take this whole team throw it on their back and the way that the Celtics have played, they've been able to suppress Kevin Durant makes it harder for everybody else. So I, I that's the game I'm most interested in tonight is can Brooklyn make this a series? Because I don't know what you do with this team if they get swept out of the first round of the playoffs. Because I know that they had Kyrie out for every road game or every home game all season until he finally, you know, they lifted the COVID restrictions. And I know that they have had injury issues. And if you do get... A, a Ben Simmons sighting in this series. Oh, that ain't gonna mean nothing. Well, but if if you if you get it and it makes a big impact, then you go then you can you can justify rolling it back out next yeah. year. Yeah. But if they get swept out of the first round, what do you do with this team? Oh, is it? it I think it's you not as it, bad as the Lakers. Yeah, but. I think you run it back, and your thinking is that like, well, we didn't have Kyrie for a massive chunk, and you know, we, yeah, but this they, wouldn't they have happened. We would have been for one or two. Agent. Yeah, I, I know, but I, Ugh. I think they do everything they can to run it back because, quite honestly, you're kind of laying it out right now. Like, what else do you do? I mean, well, you I let mean, Kyrie go, and then you just try again with Kevin Durant. And by the way, Kevin Durant doesn't have the best track record of sticking with a team. No, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, but does he demand out? Does he want to do something yeah. different? Because guess what's going to happen on the other coast? Is Los Angeles Lakers are going to do everything that they can to rebuild that team as quickly as they can. Because you only have so many quality LeBron yes. years left. So if both of those teams decide to blow the whole thing up, would you be terribly surprised if you've seen Kevin Durant and LeBron James walking out in the same uniform? Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't think they want to do that. Okay. Well, let me rephrase. I don't think Kevin Durant wants to do that. I think Kevin Durant's done with that. Yeah. He, I, I think he has now positioned himself to say, like, I want to win just one NBA title in my career where it was squarely falling on me. Is that is that I, this? Though? That is that the, this in Brooklyn though? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think it is. I think he is alpha, obviously, to Kyrie Irving. I sure. think in um, but the Golden one they bring State, in James Harden. But in Golden State, I think it was this idea that like he didn't necessarily he wasn't the alpha dog. Like even no though way. he was quite possibly the best player on sure. the floor. It's very easy to be the best player on the floor when you get breaks on defense for eight minutes at a time. <laughs> well, yeah, and, well, and breaks on offense for as long as you want to. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing weighs on your shoulders like that. But that's what I'm saying is if he's yeah. not the guy that can do it, if you're Brooklyn going, man, we're we're putting all our eggs in this basket, we couldn't even get out of the first round of the playoffs. Playoffs? Look, my prediction, LeBron James, Orlando, 2024, because that's where Bronny's going. If you haven't started watching Winning Time, put Winning Time on HBO. Uh, I only watched the first episode. It was great. It was really, really good. John C. Riley is uh, entertaining as they get. So give that a try. Anything else worth watching? Nope. 
All right. Everybody have a great weekend. Hopefully the sunshine sticks around. Uh, we will see you next week. Have fun. Bye-bye. Life is quite absurd and death's the Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.